Welcome to the Tri-Tech Games Podcast. This is Bruce. This is John. This is Trav. This is Amber. <laughs> this is Jay. But am I on a podcast now? Yes, Jay. You are now on the TriTag Games podcast. <laughs> Woo! Welcome back, Jay. Yes. I am so sorry. <laughs> Those of you who've been with us from the beginning know that this is Jay Haley. And he has been away from our mics for over 100 episodes, and we're welcoming him back. Good to have you back, Jay. Obviously, you don't remember me that well, but thank you. (laughs) Anyways, we are continuing our series on taking back Earth. We started off with losing Earth. How did we lose Earth again? We looked away for half a second. It's pretty big. We generally remember where we park it. Well, this is a fringe-worthy segment where the explorers come back and they find that Earth is gone. If Earth is gone, where do you go? Where do you relocate? What's your future now that you're lost on the fringe paths? Are you just going to join up with the Tays on the Victorian world? Or are you going to go fringe walker and just start walking down the pathways until you find someplace? I wander the world like Kwai Chain Kang. Yeah. So just not present at all or taken over by guys in black costumes with sneers? The point was is that it was inaccessible. There was Ah. no way of getting it back, and that was the point. Now, what we're doing now is we're saying, okay, now we we already explored that aspect of it. Now let's say you came back and it has been taken over. Now what are you going to do to get it back? So the first segment, which we did last week, was the French pirates take over the portal. And... You have to figure out some way of getting it back, usually by going and getting some resources from some other worlds and also taking into account the nature of the fringe pirates themselves. My first thought is, and run them, because you're looking at Earth Prime, it has numerous gates, it has numerous portals that lead to other locations on Earth Prime. So you can go out in other locations and say, do you know what's happening in in Antarctica? We We need to go tell those kids to get off our lawn. You have all the other gates open. The default is, mm-hmm. depending on your default, you've got one or two open. So you either have uh, the um, Easter, Easter Island and the Antarctica uh, gates open, or you only have the Antarctica gate open. If you step out on Easter Island, the Chileans just point at you and laugh and go, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we heard. <laughs> yeah, but we've already done that podcast. Yes. Okay. All right. That was the last one we recorded. Now we're going to move into the middle campaign and s- saying that this happened now during the middle campaign. How is that going to be different? What are the things that are going to be important? And where are your resources in the middle campaign versus the mm-hmm. early campaign, which is where we had the fringe pirates? In this particular scenario, we're suggesting that the big bad that's taken over Earth Prime is the Mellor. Oh, the Mellor. That's what we suggest as being our big bad for the middle campaign. Being middle campaign, it means that probably 
you may actually have three or four gates open already at that point. So now we have Richardson Mountains or the uh, Siberian uh, portals open. Chiriski, thank you. Chiriski. Uh, portal was open. Maybe even the Bahamas, probably, but probably not. If you move to the you know, Bahamas, is where everyone wants to go if the if area gets open. Not necessarily. You're yeah. entirely making that decision on uh, arbitrarily. Oh, if it's middle campaign, I hopefully you you got some of them open. Then I hope you already said that in the early campaign. All we've really done is we've just gotten out maybe six platforms. Okay, so you're taking like five. So you're taking five, ten years. Then it's however much time you want. But I mean, that is one of the big questions. What is the Earth going to be like at the beginning of the middle campaign? Unless it's an overwhelming horde of Melor, they're going to attack like Melor do by shape changing. So they're going to walk out of the portal on Earth Prime as somebody else, and start doing things appropriate to somebody else while eating people and gaining knowledge. So by the time you come back and get through that portal, they've got other guards assigned, they've taken over somebody in a leadership position, they're, they're altering things to suit themselves. How do you find that out? Because if you step out through the portal, you're already done. You've got, some, you've got a muscle-bound goon sticking a gun in your face saying, you're under arrest! I can't see any way for the players to actually gather any information about how the Miller are attacking without already being at the mercy of the mellower by the time they fi- figure anything out. So let me just you know, back us up just a little bit and, and talk about what you know, we think the middle campaign is like. From what we've talked about before on other podcasts, in the middle campaign, there's going to be quite a few number of fringe teams out on the fringe pass. Right. All the worlds that we consider you know, to be friends, the alien core is fully established, we have lots of bolt holes of supplies. And so you're saying there, there are five or six platforms out in, in either direction from the prime platform? I would be willing to say that they may have explored out to 20 platforms in either direction. Okay, so we got a lot of different worlds and a lot of different alts to play with and a lot of people moving up and down the fringe paths. Depends on how many portals are open on each platform, each node. It could be that it's like three or four per node. Well, that's still a lot out to 20. Sure. You know, in both areas. But, but not as many as they're all the were open. No, and we don't the, want that because yeah. our, our policy about running your campaign is to slowly open up all those portals by getting more and more higher mm-hmm. and higher level crystals. So you don't want all the portals open because then you have to go 20 or 30 portals out even to be able to start an adventure. Yeah, which is why a Meller infestation is a great way to get higher level crystals because, well, they probably have them. Trouble is, getting a crystal from a Meller means killing them because it probably because it's inside of them. Doing anything but submitting to its will probably means killing a Meller. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so I expect that there would be at least one guard standing out on the platform. I remember in my first game, the leader set up machine gun nests on the platform. Had no idea what might come down there, but he was setting up machine gun nests and, and artillery to blow anything up that tried. Well, that was in your campaign. In, in the touchy-feely campaigns, uh, they, it's wide open. 
you know, like you said. But after we hit pirates, there probably will be someone on the platform, though. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm thinking you're going to want to dig them in pretty well because you don't want guys just standing out there on the open platform yelling, halt, or I'll yell halt again. Yes. Well, what I figure is, is by this point, they'll have a lot of mechanized defenses where literally one guy can pull lever and it creates grazing fire across the entire platform and just hoses anything that's out there except the safe place that he's standing at. Powered by Victorian Babbage's. Quite possibly that way. A Sheridan tank and an, and an armed personnel carrier from the Vietnam War era. Just, you know. <laughs> Oops, somebody bad, light him up. Well, the prime platform, by the time the middle campaign goes along, is going to be full of all the checkpoints anyways, not only from UNITA, but from the ASA. So the prime platform is going to be pretty well covered. How do you resolve the ASA and UNITA are generally pretty far apart geographically, but they step onto that prime platform from their respective portals, and they're at most 400 feet apart. Right. How do you resolve it so they don't start shooting each other, and yet not take away the uh, conflict there. Well, it's not good business to do that. Okay. They're in it for the money, the ASA. Yeah. At that point you're dealing with guys you can deal with, but they'll they'll stab you in the back if it's if it's in their interest. Also, most of the ASA are conscripts. They're found to be French really. They're most told they're going to be they're going to be doing this otherwise bad things will happen to them and their family. Yes. Right. <laughs> When I imagined this, I didn't assume – I still only assumed that there were only two portals, that it was still just hot semi base and mm-hmm. there was still just the Chilean portal. So it still leaves uh, those other portals to be opened by a higher-level crystal that the Mellor would be bringing in with them. Yeah. Now, I really think that if the Mellor are going to go and take over Earth Prime, this is going to be a planned act. You know, They're going to have already shown up probably in the guise of a fringe traveler, come in, said, hi, how you doing here? Uh, let me do a little trading with you. I go up and down the fringe paths, you know, or I'm from some world X over, and I just want to stop by and say hi. Or they show up as a member of a fringe-worthy team that they snuck up on and ate while the rest of the fringe-worthy team wasn't looking. Well, I don't think they would do that initially. I think that would be the ultimate, maybe that would be the ultimate plan. But we've run this scenario with the Mellor breaking out a hot semi base and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's harder than it sounds. After looking at all this and going forward and back, I figured they would come in, they would put the guards e- at ease so that when it came time to actually do the deed, they would come in and kill them in a surprise move. Remember the Mellor special ability, and we're talking, to, and we're also opening a can of worms about how old the Mellor and how capable the Mellor. But remember that if he can get somebody alone, he can eat them and duplicate them, and then he can walk around as them with nobody the wiser. Well, he well, can't do that on the platform. No, that's kind, of, that's kind of in the open. But if he can be old Charlie the Prospector wandering around. and Yeah, John, you, you explain it. Basically, as soon as he starts transforming into that person, the gates will go, oh, Meller, and he's vaporized. They have to get outside of the reaction range of the gate before they kill and eat somebody and t- and uh, take them over. It uh, doesn't matter. If you're on the platform, all the gates will open up on him. So he has to do that. What distance is the reaction distance on the planet side? He's got to be on the world. How far away from the gate can he transform while on the world? No, we've never put a distance on the world. It's really only on the fringe paths themselves that this thing Okay. So he could kill and eat somebody right in front of the gate portal on the world side, and it will go, eh. 
You're you're lost, buddy. No, I mean I would say it's got it would be within visible range of the portal. So if he's like it has uh, up on the base and away from the portal, it it's not going to shoot through the ice because it's going to take forever to shoot through the ice. So it's a kind of line of sight thing. If the portal sees, hey, that's a melor, it's going to shoot it. Yeah, that that strikes me as a reasonable reaction. At, at best, ten miles. Uh, I think with a twenty-five foot tall portal, I haven't done the math, but that's what uh, eight miles to the horizon. At Hatsumi Base. Uh, Hatsumi Base. It's your your yeah. Once you get out of the building and up and up in the surface, it can't see you. Right. Okay. And then we're talking about how do the portals see? How does the French platform see what's going on? What what are its perceptions there? Can a Melor posing as Charlie the Prospector duck behind a corner and be invisible from the portal, or does he have to stay in that form while he's anywhere near that thing? Well, I'm far less restrictive than John. I personally think that, that the protection against the Mellor is only on the fringe paths itself. Mm. Well, because in order to be on the fringe paths, if you're a Mellor, you have to have a crystal key within you, and you have to be in the form of a fringe-worthy. Once you get onto a world and go through the path, I thought that you would be fine. You'd have that form with the crystal key in you to go back through the portal back onto the fringe pads. Why do they need a crystal key? It's their hack. It allows them to hack the system. Okay, so if, if a Melor is there in a fringe-worthy form but without the crystal key, the portals will, will perceive them as Melor and light them up. Yes. Only if they're actually on the fringe pads. Right. As soon as they hit that portal, that black interface, and they're in fringe-worthy form without a crystal key, boom, they get lit up. Basically, you have to ask, ask the, uh, the person who created it, you know, to get the final word on that. Make up an answer that suits your preferences for your game. That's true, yep. Why don't we each go and say uh, what you think would be the attack that the Meller would take in order to go, make initially go into Earth and start taking it over. John, you seem to have some ideas. The best way probably is to go and meet and greet with the guards uh, doesn't stop, you know, if, depending on the Meller in question, if it's a uh, great Meller or a master Meller, they can shake the guy's hand, give him a swat, at the same time, copy him. If they're a master Meller. Well, great Meller can do that too, can't they? Or, no, he, right, great Meller's got to ingest. He has to kill him by yes, using right. life leech power to do You're that. right. Master Meller can just shake hands and copy the guy. But if it's great mellers, if they're being sent here on a mission to fight to scout out the area, they probably show up as fringe walkers, traders. You know, they probably could be pulling a car along and you know, you know, want to sell things and so forth. Oh no, no, we don't need to go on your onto your onto your world. Can we just do our deal here? You know, and they'll start going back and forth. They don't want to do, go onto our world because they know that as soon as they go to the portal, they're going to be put into. Um, quarantine. Quarantine, yeah. Yeah. How do they know that? Because the guards will tell them. We're also assuming that the French really have, uh, that Idet and, and Unita and, and ASA have all encountered the Meller at, at one point or another. So this, this is not unknown. They actually have met the Meller. Ah, uh, okay. If it's really early, then they know that the Meller are on a world, but you know they don't know all the different kinds. By the middle campaign, they know they know roughly who the Melor are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they should have collected enough yeah. legends and stories and things like that to realize that there's multiple kinds of Melor that yeah. they have. They are shape changers and they are insidious. They probably have met high or less 
less or, or lower Miller. It's hard to say because there's a lesser Miller. Uh, they may they may have met a great Miller, they, but they probably have not met a master Miller because they probably you know master Miller just go ooh. Or if they did, they did not know it at the time. Right. Yeah. Okay. So John, they come up, they say hi, how you doing, and then yeah. what do they do? Let's assume they've already done their initial talky-talky, and now they're actually coming in to do the deed. What is your plan for the attack, the takeover? Well, of course, they show up just like, as always, with their wagon. They may have done this two or three times, just to keep people alone. You know, oh, it's just traitors again. They're coming, they've come back. Hey, hi, guys. Hi, yeah. And they make sure they split, and they keep the, the two sets of guards. We have both the ASA and Hatsumi uh, on there. And keep them separate, and then use normal weapons to take them down. They will not transform at this point because they transform; they will be toast. They're not. That's yeah. So so they will use normal weapons to take these guys down. And then um, you know they they have found out which portals are open. They'll take their crystal keys, which at least one will have a crystal key, and try the other locked portals. How many Miller are you talking about here, John? We're talking probably two great and several high. So there's, there's enough there they can actually, you know, uh, to overwhelm the forces. Mm, okay. Yeah. You know, like I said, they're not stupid. And then they'll find which gate they can open up with their key. And they'll go through that gate. Therefore, no one will, you know, the very, no one on the bases will know what's going on until they come out and find dead people. Take them down, but not kill them. Drag them off into that portal. Lunch. Come back as them and take over the positions so those people won't get suspicious. Unless you have a, a master meller, it's going to take yeah. up to six to eight hours to do that. Yeah. So probably they'll just kill them and then disappear, and they'll wonder, what the heck happened out here? And all the portals will be locked again, because you can lock it from either side. And, and of course, they're meller. If there's a master meller, he knows how to hack everything in the system. If it's great meller, they probably have a little a little knowledge enough to get through and deal with things. But uh, if it's a master miller involved, he knows how to hack the system. So are they going to go through the Hatsumi base? No. They'll pick, they'll pick, they'll find the first portal that opens up and make sure it's not damaged. So they'll ignore the Libyan sand sea. They may go through the Bahamas. They may go through the Richardson Mountains. You know, they may, whichever one opens up for them, that's when they'll go through. Even if it's not favorable to them? Like, environmentalized? Uh, miller pretty much... Uh, as long as it doesn't freeze them solid, uh, it's favorable for them. Yeah. Okay, uh, Trav, what do you think? I like the traitor idea because, I mean, by the middle campaign, there's traitors everywhere. They're going to do the life leech if they can because there's one, there's the one-point life leech, there's the life leech that kills, and then there's eat the brain and spinal column. Now, the brain and spinal column one... That's going to take, six, like Bruce said, six hours. Most guards are not six hours long. They're going to rotate them. They're not going to have the time, I would think, and then assume they're four. Yeah. They're right. probably going to do the legion until they're dead, and then either dump the body portal or just throw it off the platform. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Those bodies are source material for more Meller. Oh, that's right, yeah. You inject them in capsules and let them make more Meller. Or better yet, I would use the Chilean portal. These guys want to infiltrate anyways and life leech one of them and get their memories. And, you know, if it's a, a, a United, they're going to be going, okay, I know that these ASA guys, they don't like them. They're two different factions. We pose as them. That way the ASA gets blamed and they're already starting a civil war by 
getting things going, you know, getting under United skin by posing as the ASA guards. They have act full access to a, a ring station. They can go from there. As long as they have the key, they can go through that as the form of an ASA guard. United won't be the wiser. And then just filter through, you know, as they, they multiply, start copying more and more people. Not as, I guess, high profile. So you, there's a lot of ways you can sneak around, you know, some of the lesser countries in Africa and not really be seen. Keep their secrecy at a at a high level because they're going through the backwater countries that just happen to band together. And once they get rolling and get more and more people going, they can become a serious threat because they're ramping up the ASA to really stick it to UNITA. So yeah, I would go via the ASA if I was a Miller. I'd go in that way and just foment and agitate. Just get in there to where things really get... Because it's a cold war between SA and UNITA. They'll make it hot. I mean, they will, just to try to get the Earth all fighting against each other. Well, I think the only fly in the ointment is that... If, it's the same problem going to Hatsumi. You're in Hatsumi. You're in Easter Island. You have to get a hold of some sort of transport to get to mainland. There's a question about how well the Miller can restrain their desire to be destructive. Are they able to masquerade for a long period of time and, and kind of ignore their desire to, to hurt, maim, and kill until they're in a good position? Or is it like a twitch? Every so often they just have to go, you know, insult a kit or something. If they can assume, because I think it for the higher the mellow, it's like a 99% of copying the person. Now, if you roll under that percentage, a bare shade of the personality and the person. Sure. That's not my question. My question is how how they can resist their urge to be destructive. Well, I think as as you as Miller, you know, you get lesser and lesser Miller. The, that their self control gets worse and worse. But they but the thing is, all you need is one great Miller within two miles. They basically say, "Kids, shut up," and that's pretty much it. They'll control the Miller. They control the sub Miller underneath them. Don't make me pull this alternate world over. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And if, it was, and if it's a master miller, he basically says everyone on everyone within range, and I'm not even sure what the range is for a master miller. It was never written down. It's at least two miles. It's at least two miles, but I have a feeling that master miller got a bigger range than that. But yeah, they tell everyone to shut up and play straight. What are the order again? A master miller? Is it then a great miller and then a high miller? Yeah, there's master miller, great, then high, then medium, then low, <laughs> lesser, and least. Yes. Yes. Yeah. More settings in a microwave oven here. After the high, you know, they're still within human intelligence, but they're starting to get dumb and, and twitchy, mm-hmm. as, you, as you put it. So the ones underneath the uh, high Miller are more likely to be randomly destructive unless they're being controlled by a bigger guy. Right. Okay. So, Amber, what's your plan? Here we go. Well, <laughs> what do you mean, here we go? From listening to what all of you have to say, I I honestly have to agree with the traitor thing, but I was kind of thinking something more political. I, I don't want to say politicians necessarily are directly involved, but it's something that a lot of people pay attention to, 
And when people pay attention to things, they tend to participate more in them. And higher participation is higher exposure. Higher exposure is more things to choose from. Okay. Having listening to what you said, that the traitor route does seem less complicated. I guess it would come down to personal choice, really. Oh, yeah. It's, it's definitely what kind of what you want to do. So, Jay, you have any other variants on this? Well, I have a couple of questions. Am I playing a great or a master Meller here? It's your choice. Yeah. Okay. But if you're playing a master Meller, you're probably also having some others with you. Okay. What I would do is I'd have this be a more long-term plot. So I'd introduce old Charlie, the prospector and trader guy, who comes along and trades along the fringe path. I'd introduce him as an NPC early on. And what he'd be doing there is he'd just be watching observing the fringe team fringe fringe uh, fringeworthy teams observing the organization and observing how it goes and waiting to see if he can get a back shot on one of the fringeworthy okay and that could take a while but you know i as a master miller has plenty of time for this i was going to point out master miller can just shake someone's hand and they got him right but also they have to make sure that the person they're duplicating is not in range to block things off. So maybe set up a problem a couple of platforms away and and see if he can slant it so that the people the the team he's mimicking gets sent out. If the Unita and ASA people have encountered Melor before, then they're going to be kind of suspicious of one fringe worthy showing up by himself. They're going to go, "Yeah, okay, what's what's the real story here?" So I'm thinking he'd want to, uh, depending on the size of the party, he might want to, a, it, or the size of the team, okay, uh, ambush a team and set up his followers to be able to mimic the team and then come back. Because if Earth Prime has encountered Melor before, they're going to set up a very definite separation between aliens who come through and people from Earth going the other direction. Right, because you don't want you don't want them to mix. So there's going to be that quarantine issue. So we want to break that by mimicking the fringeworthy, right? Waiting out whatever the quarantine is, and then wandering around on Earth, finding out who we can take over, who we can mimic to cause problems. And in the end, the goal would be to become whoever would be to take over for and and replace whoever's leading Earth Prime's fringeworthy movement or somebody from higher up if you can get them, like, you know, the president or something. And then once you're in that position of control, then you can start doing things that don't make sense or that don't make sense from the fringeworthy teams from your player character's point of view. Like, you know, uh, only issuing a limited amount of ammo or or outlawing certain kinds of vehicles for no apparent reason or sending people off to weird missions at different places or sending teams into dangerous situations at that point then you're looking at uh, doing this kind of uh, star wars uh, emperor palpatine thing where you manipulate earth prime until there's mass chaos and you can step in as somebody who says, I can, I can control and, and put down this chaos. All you have to do is give me lots of power. Well, we've always said, always said that the Mellor tend to be 
the powers behind the throne, not the power on the throne. Mm-hmm. Just sit there and go for, I'm going to assume, the Secretary General, for, the form of the Secretary General of the UN. No, they're mm-hmm. going to get advisors. That's why as soon as you said, go after the president, I, w- I was just sitting there. And, and Jay, you know I respect you. I, I... You, go after, you. You go after bureaucracy, because bureaucracy tends to be, stay in place while leaders change. You're talking a more a more intelligent insertion into the power structure of the friend of the of Earth Prime, so that they can twist it to their ends. Oh yeah, right? I mean they can easily get a uh, General Assembly resolution put forward that we want to be much more friendlier to uh, to anyone we meet out there. So yes, that's how that's how they get the re- in order to reduce the amount of ammunition. What they've done is gone through and convinced a bunch enough people in the General Assembly to vote for, you know, a more peaceful, friendly, touchy-feely Unita. And so the end goal here is that the Melor is in charge of Earth, roughly, and what he says goes, in order to, in the long run, continue his war of destroying everything not Melor. Yeah, and if I was a master Melor, I'd make sure that one of my great Melor is also working, I have great Melor working in the ASA, too, so that we now can coordinate our crusades and jihads. This isn't going to be, you know, a quick or easy thing. This is going to be a long-term plot, and you're going to have to leave lots of breadcrumbs for the play, for the player characters to to start puzzling together what's happening. And that this would be kind of a kind of an effort to GM because you'd have to really plot it out in the long term. It's a campaign arc. This is not a one or two shot thing. You're right. This would have to be, and that's how Mellor are the 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 higher levels. They're okay. We're going to wait this out and Machiavellian things with intricate planning, and then it's suddenly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the worst case scenario is that you have a sterile master Mellor, which which means it takes forever to root him out because you have no idea where he is, what's he doing, or who he is, and he may have a hundred people on board, but, he's only, but he only uses three of them. Because he's using the other ones, because having the person's memories in your mind means you now have their memories in your mind. You can run it in simulation, and you can be the most persuasive talker to that person. That person may still be alive, but you know how he thinks. And so instead of coming back to an earth in flames and mass destruction and, and, and lesser Meller running around eating people, what you'd see is a kind of slow phase change over the course of the middle campaign where – where Earth Prime is Earth Prime in character, but then morphs into an evil empire as the campaign progresses, with breadcrumbs saying that there's something wrong here, there's something poisoning this. I think the first clue is that the UN decides to become a government instead of an organization, a worldwide government at that point, and do away with all the subsequent you know lesser governments out there. And if you're not part of the part of the United of the United World uh, Commonwealth, then we're going to have to deal with you. That's kind of a late term thing because you know you're going to have to build up a lot of people. If you look at Stalin or, or Hitler, and I think I just Godwind us off the internet there, but if you look at these guys, their real power base was a bunch of young men who were true believers who'd run around in packs, kicking the cheese out of anybody who dissented, right? And so there's a certain particular frame of mind that these guys have when you present yourself as the leader. Not that I thought of doing this at all, mind you. But there's a certain amount of cultural stress and emotional stress that people have to be under before they're vulnerable to falling for 
a demagogue who can whip them up and then they become true believers in the cause, right? Wave a flag and say, here's our mighty cause and I will lead you to the great tomorrow. And then they become fanatics for the great cause. It's the power of the lie. It's like if you tell somebody, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if they're under stress and you tell them what they want to hear, yeah, they'll, they'll follow you into exactly. hell. Yeah, yeah, stand with me and I will make the trains run on time. I will end the mass chaos and, and insanity. And so, yeah, you're going to see, he's going to want to spark a lot of insanity and the ASA uh, UNITA war just to put people under that stress so he can present himself or present his hand-picked loony as the great leader who will lead us on to better tomorrow. Uh, do all those wonderful things that you get from reading too much about, why did this Hitler guy do that anyway? But, you know, uh, like I say, you'd see uh, you'd, it would be a long kind of slow phase change from from Earth Prime as we know it into an evil empire with a chance for the PCs to run loose like nuts and, and monkey wrench things until at the very end, uh, you know, the final crackdown, anybody who might be a threat to the great leader gets carted off to the camps. And that's when the PCs get, get guns pointed in their faces and say, guess what? You are way too much an independent thinker and we can't have that. You have to go be disciplined now. That's where the the actual point of the podcast, which is for them to go and get back Earth, would start. And that sounds like you, you're describing a master Miller's way of doing it. Now, a great Miller is probably not as subtle and probably is a little bit more, bit more impatient because, well, he's a great Miller. He's not a master Miller. That's my sort of take on it. You see, I'm, I'm not thinking in terms of them being uh, tremendously elegant at, at all. You were saying a, a great mailer would be much more of a, a, a slash-and-burn style of attack there, Bruce? I see, saw this as being a team of, of great mailer that were being uh, sent here under marching orders from a master mailer with his plan. Even though that they're all the same level, they're going to continue to operate effectively and not go and have this whole issue of hierarchy and stuff going on. They'll be in control of the mellers underneath them, and then they'll each be given their, their jobs to go to different parts of the world and do their thing. But what would the Master Miller get out of that if he's not present? The destruction of a threat to his control over that section of the fringe pass. Ah, okay. So he's got his evil empire already set up. And Earth Prime and its friends are starting to encroach on that. Of course, it could just be a, a single one, but it's a lot more effective and it happens a lot faster if there's actually a team of them. Because when they come onto the fringe paths, when they come up to these guys, they're going to want to take them down very quickly. So unless they're, they're ready to just basically mow down the entire platform uh, in order to take out the guards very quickly, then they're going to need more people to do this. And if you come in with a whole family group, which are all actually great Mellor, but they one looks like a, you know a twelve-year-old kid, and one looks like a pretty girl, and one's like you know, then you can sell that whole idea that we're a bunch of fringe travelers a lot better than a single person coming through. A, gyp a gypsy wagon. We talked about fringe gypsies before. Yeah, and it, it will be armed. I mean, they're not fools. There's pirates oh, out there. That's right, and they're not going to put up with anybody trying to do tests on them either, because they're saying, well, we have no intention of going through to Earth. So now they're coming in, and they're basically doing the same thing, and they basically take out the guards. Now, if they can knock them out rather than kill them, that's great. But it's more important that they take them down as quickly as possible. I believe they would then go, and they would lock both the portals that are open. Any portal is open, because any portal is open is a known entity, and therefore could, is going to have defenses on the other side. So okay. they would only be interested in portals that are not open. So their mission is to wipe out Earth Prime as a fringe exploring world. 
Yes, they want to remove that interference aspect. So if they just lock down the, the prime platform and then lock down the path to the uh, alt platform. Well, you can't do that. that. Okay. But they can if lock they, down all the portals on the prime. If they just lock down all the portals on the prime, isn't that kind of mission accomplished if they have a better key? No, because there's more fringeworthy out there. You have to make sure that they can't come back to any real base. Okay. And they're Miller. They want to have lunch. It kind of sounds to me like the whole the whole concept of the Meller is uh, an ultimate racial cleansing, that anything that is not Meller is wrong. Yeah. yeah. The Meller were originally designed to go to worlds and become mentors to the people there to raise them up to a level of civilization where they could join the, the Termellern Commonwealth. But their moral compass was inverted due to sabotage. And so now their goal is pretty much exactly the opposite of that of that. Er-Meller plan is to sow death and destruction and to make sure that, that all worlds are flaming ruins completely unfit. Now, here's the thing. Would we assume in a middle campaign that the Fringeworthy have discovered the Pangleosks and what they're about? I would think so. Okay. But they have not learned what slugs are for yet! No! <laughs> and they never so, will, probably. If they have access to Pangos... One of the things I would set up on the Prime platform, uh, besides machine gun nests, would be an entry desk with Pangleosks at it, fed nice treats, of course, so that if, if somebody comes through the gate and they panic and lose their stuff, you know it's not your friend and light them up. Mm. Yeah, what's the range on that, John? Ah, that's a good question. Seems to be done by smell, if I recall correctly, isn't it? That's something we need to check into because Richard really only talked about their ability to, to recognize Meller in broad terms. As of right now, it's, it's up to the GM to, deci- to determine. He did say it was absolutely infallible. No matter what form a Meller has, a, a Pango can, can see that it's a Meller. If I knew that there was a platform that had Pango on it, stuff like that, then I would be doing what I'm going to suggest next, which is, you know, assuming that there weren't Pangos there, then I would say they'd lock down Hatsumi Base and lock down the ASA portal, open up the other portals, go through and start moving equipment onto those portals. How much equipment are we talking about? Well, a lot, actually. If you're trying to take over a world... These guys just showed up with a caravan and an army. Well, no, they just have a caravan. They're going to produce the army. Okay. So they're moving all their equipment through to places that Earth Prime doesn't even know exist. These portals are now new. They're open up, and no one knows that they're there. So they're going into areas which has no protection against Meller, no idea that this is that. So they could go through and be very, appear very innocuous. I mean, assuming, of course, that it's not coming out in the middle of a highway or something. But, yeah. you know, as we know, we have Richardson Mountain. We, you know, every, every other location is in some place fairly obscure. We're not quite sure where the Bahamas is, but it's probably somewhere on an island. On the Earth side of it, all they know is that all of a sudden their portals stop working. They're not going to assume that this is a Meller invasion. They might assume that it might be a precursor to some kind of invasion, the people who are really paranoid. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen is they're going to bring in a whole bunch of guys, first of all, to find out whether or not there's something wrong with their portal. You know, they're going to bring in their best experts, and they're going to start checking stuff out. They're going to prepare for a possible invasion because this is the only way onto their world is through these portals. 
And that's when the Mellor turned the portals back on just long enough to, to push through the trailer full of nitroglycerin and torch it off. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. causes everything inside the Hatsumi portal to be destroyed, except for the buildings themselves, because of the overpressure. It would kill everybody there. Yeah. And same thing would happen on the other side, possibly even recollapsing that cavern, the one for the ASA. So now, again, they don't know what's happened. Maybe we were attacked. I don't know. Maybe the portal misfired. Who could say? They still don't know what's going on. And they'll just lock those things down again. All their best experts are probably gone at this point or in total disarray. Everybody's concentrating now on those two portals, and they can go in and proceed to spread out and infiltrate wherever they want to on the other side. Now, what did they bring through? Well, it just depends on what they have. They're Meller. They understand how the the portals work and what the biofilters are like. So they're bringing through weaponized anthrax and all kinds of other things under cryogenic storage. They're also bringing through a whole bunch of seed Meller, also under cryo storage, because the system doesn't recognize the Meller as being Meller if they're below 250 degrees. You know what they say, you don't ever want to start eating your seed Meller. Right. (laughs) So once you bring them through, then it's just a matter of finding a good location to have a lot of of biological resources to start spawning yourself a huge pile of Meller for the idea of then going and just causing this massive destruction. So suddenly you've got outbreaks of lesser Meller running across the countryside eating everybody. Well, not until you create a whole bunch of them. I did the math. It was pretty amazing. It takes 276 least Meller to completely consume the average cow, then producing another 276. And that's in six and a half hours you have another 276. They do a geometric progression? But there's only so many places that have these kinds of resources to do it. The best thing are the large farms that have cows or other types of things on them. Your average farm only has about 150 cows on it, but they do go up to thousands in some of the big factory farms. By targeting those locations, you could create within a week literally a half a million Meller. Mm. But that's only if somebody doesn't notice that one of the factory farms just went dark and isn't answering phone calls. Well, no, you could still have them answering phone calls. That's true. That's true. You've got better Miller there to pick up the phone and say, everything's fine, just a radiation leak. How are you? Or the cows got sick. We're putting the cows under quarantine. Talk about mad cow syndrome. And then, of course, what you're doing is producing tons and tons of them, okay? So at the same time, a single Miller, he's not limited to producing one Miller in, in six and a half hours. That's how long it takes for that genetic capsule to develop into another Miller equal level. Does a genetic capsule have to be in a uh, sentient being, or could they put those in cows? They can put those in cows, but but a cow's a waste. It's too much mass. It doesn't need that much, okay? It needs something about the size of a sheep, or even uh, a pig is actually too big, unless, of course, it's a young pig. So something more like a lamb? Oh, my God, they're going after Montana and New Zealand. So some of these other factory farms that do pigs and do sheep and things like that are perfect places to grow Meller. I mean, the higher Meller, not the least ones. So you've got the big factory farms producing your army of least Meller. You have your 
other farmers producing tons and tons of the high miller, they can't go on the French pass. They can certainly go, once they mature, they have all the knowledge of the original miller, and then they can go out and start taking over people because they're all low, really relatively high-level miller. So within a week's period of time, and that's pushing it, but let's say within a month, they'd be ready to stage a huge takeover of the entire planet. At that point, a group of PCs is boned. What could they do? They can do anything. What can the world do? I mean, at this point, they also had teams whose entire purpose is to infiltrate the United States, Russia, Great Britain, and France, and make sure that they keep the fingers off the button. Because the last thing they need is nuclear warheads flying around. They're also spraying around that anthrax and those super yeah. flus and all those things everywhere, too. Biological warfare is a much better solution for destroying a world than going nuclear. So, well... At this point, you basically screwed Earth Prime. You can't take it back. No, you can't take it back, but it's going to be a lot of work now. From what? Most of the people are dead or Melor. If you had some sort of anti-Melor bioweapon, you could kill the Melor. You'd have an empty planet. And what, what good does that do you? I understand what you're saying, and I agree with you. Okay, I'm just trying to set up the scenario to have everyone realize how quickly they can do this. If you're going to take them back, you've got to take them back within that one-month period. Yeah, you have to leave enough breadcrumbs for your players to find it and monkey wrench it before it really gets out of hand. Well, here's the thing. Those players are going to come back, and they're either going to find Meller on the platform acting as the guards with the normal Hatsumi portals closed and the ASA portal closed, or they're going to come back and find all the portals locked down some of the portals active, but now locked down, and the Hatsumi and the ASA portal locked down under a higher level crystal than they have. How do you see a PC group overcoming this, Bruce? That's when they have to go back onto the fringe paths and find themselves some help. Okay. What does that counterattack look like to you? Well, that's what we're here to discuss. This is Bruce Sheffer saying there are a million, million worlds out there, so go explore them. This is John Ryer saying keep your powder dry and keep those cards and letters coming in. This is Jay. Keep it simple. The players are going to complicate it for you. This is Amber. It's all fun and games until the DM rolls a one. And this is Trav. There's a reason why it's called gaming. It's for having fun. Yo, brothers. This was the Tri-Tech Games Podcast. You know the drill. It's protected under the Creative Commons License 3.0. No commercial reproduction, no derivatives, and sucker, you best attribute this to the folks at TriTech Games. And if you don't, we'll be after your sorry butts, because we're some bad mothers. Hi, this is Trav of the Travcast, Hour 3 of Blind Wolf's Rubber Room Association on DementiaRadio.org, Tuesdays, 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern.